Hello sports fans and welcome back to this week's episode of Pop Talk Rugby League, the podcast where we crack open a beer and talk all things rugby league. I'm your host Adam and I'm joined by my panel of armchair experts, Smokes. Hey, hey, good to be back. This sounds an awful lot like last year's intro. Did, yeah, did yeah, ChatGPT break uh, down this week? ChatGPT. I'm mixing ChatGPT plus the classics. Ah, you know? I like it. Uh, I like it. <laughs> The, the Phantom is living up to his name and he's not here, but we also have the Principal. Oh, this season already feels very long. These first two weeks have been... <laughs> <laughs> That's every year for Raiders my, fans. My hopes and sounds, dreams have been Sounds just like last year, doesn't it? It does, it does. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, living up, to my, uh, <laughs> living up to my sort of history, I didn't watch any games, uh, so Smokes, I'm hoping, and <laughs> Principal... I'm hoping you guys watched a lot. I, I did catch a fair bit of the games, um, but yeah, what about yourself, Principal? I think there were some good games in there. Yeah, I watched uh, most of them, I think. Um, yeah, surprisingly, I you know, I said I wasn't going to watch any, in the last podcast, I wasn't going to watch any Sunday footy this week because it was just pointless, but I ended up watching that uh, Tigers-Newcastle game and mm. poor game of footy, but yeah. interesting and interesting things to come out of it, but yeah, in yeah, terms of the yeah. quality of the match itself, it was a bit of a... It lived up to expectations. It was it yes, just, it did. It was a it did. poor game, but, you know, interesting. Yeah. Actually, I take, that, I take that back. The one thing I did watch was that the Dawn of Dolphins on stand. Cause, I'm uh, keen to watch that now. Now Phantom that was talking about it. a bit of success. And I, I saw a little clip of it where Wayne was sort of in the in a boardroom with a bunch of, I guess, the people who work at the club sort of talking about recruitment and, and how they're going to train the guys and what type type of team they want. I mean, it looks interesting, so... Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think it's only one episode that's been released so far. I was, I was thinking there'd be more, uh, especially after they've started winning games, but anyway... I suspect it's going to be more that. popular than um, Tiger Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't worry about Tiger Town. I feel like they're missing a bit of a <laughs> trick I'll watch, here. I'll watch The Dawn of the Dolphins. That'll be interesting. Where's Ricky's documentary? Can you imagine the entertainment? <laughs> Ricky's documentary? It just... Oh, mate, Focusing. Screencraft Australia is very busy. Fo- I reckon Foc- they focus on him at a game. Uh, our poor old host does for this podcast when Phantom yeah. shows up. So <laughs> Anyway, uh, round two, we had some interesting games. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, Panthers, Rabbitohs. Yeah. Uh, Smokes? Yeah, yeah. Any Look, um, Penrith um, started to strike up a bit of that form from last year. They, they looked a bit better with the ball. They still had some, some, some issues, which they're going to have a little bit because they're still getting used to some key players from the last few years not being there anymore, but um, they started to get a bit of a rhythm. Um, Souths, they, they just didn't quite click. They started to get it together towards the end of the game and nearly sort of, last minute, they nearly pulled off a, a match equaling try. Um, so look, it was, uh, it was a pretty good game. I think it shows, goes to show that Penrith are far from a, a beaten force, but I wouldn't be uh, riding the Rabbitohs off either because they were missing a few of their key forwards who got injured in that Sharks game. So I think they'll come back um, and still have a very strong season too. Yeah, I agree. Um, you could tell Penrith, the, you know, the commentary in the first round and after the um, St. Helens game, they were fired up. So Penrith actually started, it was so, such a fast uh, game to start yeah. off with. And yeah. I think the key, the key thing is South sort of went with them. I know Penrith, um, you know, got to a to a lead and um, eventually won the game. But the Rabbitohs, you're down on troops. They probably weren't playing as good as they could. Um, Cody Walker was sort of struggling a bit, I think, as well. He's back to his sort of angry little 
um, person, you know, he goes through these stages. <laughs> sometimes he's, he, he yep. plays, lets the footy do the talking. Sometimes he lets his mouth do the talking and yep. the sort of the, the opposite, you know, the, the latter for the, in this game. But, um, I reckon it was, yeah, it's great. It showed Penrith uh, haven't lost it and Rabbitohs are definitely up there with the contenders this year, you know, equal to Penrith. And I reckon they're probably equaled out now. You know, Penrith have come back slightly and, yep. um, Rabbitohs are definitely going to be up there. At the end of the yeah, year, I think I think with those key forwards for South, I mean Jai Arrow and um, oh, I forget now, is it um Totola who got injured in the first tackle mm. of that Sharks game? I mean they come back into that side. That certainly makes them more formidable as well. So um, yeah. I don't think they lost too many admirers no. on Thursday. Yep. All right, and then moving on, <coughs> uh, Friday game, uh, Parramatta Eels lost narrowly to the Sharks. Two pretty good teams. I didn't see any of this because I was um, having some pre-match drinks before I wandered into Suncorp Stadium, so I'm going to let Principal run with this one. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Six o'clock Friday games are a pain. It's a bit of a weird game It's a hard time frame. They're two teams who finished in the top four last year. You wouldn't think that would be a Friday 6pm game, would you? It was so disappointing. You know, I thought... When you look at the, you know, it would have been a perfect Saturday night game, seven thirty Saturday night game. Yeah, I agree. Um, when you look at game. the Storm Bulldogs, you swap those two games around, it would have been perfect. But <laughs> yeah, um, so I didn't see it. But you know, Sharks did well. I, did, I thought Nico Hines not being there would be more of an, um, would impact the team more than it has. And you know, uh, Trindle has done a fantastic job, and you know, they've sort of haven't really missed a trick. And he's going to come back. I don't know if it's this week or the following week, but he's. Um, you know, it's only going to improve them. So I think the Sharks are doing fantastically. And it was a close game. I think Eagles would be disappointed um, to lose two in a row. But, uh, you know, they've had such a change in the team. I think, you know, it's, I, don't, I don't think you can read too much into it. Once they click, they'll, be, they'll sort of be um, yeah, I'll be back to Yeah, i interested to see how Parramatta respond to this because, you know, they lost last, they, you know... I don't. I think there was a good chunk of people who thought they were going to have a very good season last year. I don't know if a lot of people thought they'd make the grand final, and they did. Um, and now they've lost their first two. I'd just be interested to see how they respond because if they lose the next one. There's, there's going to be some pressure on them. And you're talking about the Sharks without Nico Hines and all that. And look, they they went most of the game against Souths last week when Hines was there, uh, with Hines in, uh, injured as well, and, and they stayed in the fight for a long time. The one thing, as much as I'm not necessarily a big fan of the Sharks, this not so much now, but back in the over the last ten years, so they had a lot of players I just didn't like. The one thing about them that has stayed true, even with these guys like Gallon and Co. gone, they're a very tough football team. So they they always seem to play with a real gritty, tough attitude, and and you throw Nico Hines back in there, he'll just add a bit of bit of class to it all. So um, they'll, they'll, they're in for a good year, um, I think the Sharks. All right, and then uh, the the main event for Before Friday, the, the Broncos events. beating the Cowboys. <laughs> Go on, what smoke. was that announcer saying? You said, "Are you ready?" Um, no, this was uh, look. I, it was fantastic atmosphere at Suncorp. There's no doubt about it. I mean, there was forty three and a half thousand, so amazing crowd, especially with the earlier than normal kickoff. Because for for us, it was seven pm kickoff. Um, and we felt it because I caught up with the the other boys that I went to the game with beforehand for a couple of pre drinks. We left. Their house, which is normally about a 25-minute drive, because one of them decided to drive. Normally about a 25-minute drive. It took us an hour, an hour and 10 minutes, and we left it. So I literally was running to the stadium to get there for kickoff. Even after kickoff, there were still about 10,000 people outside the ground trying to get in. That's how busy it was at the stadium. So 
But um, finally got the actual game. Though. Finally got. <laughs> well, that's the it. game. Won. I didn't should have left a bit earlier. Of the game. I didn't should, should have left a bit earlier. Game. That's 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 how crazy it was. But um, look, we were down early. Obviously, eight nil, and um, Cowboys had a bit of the running. But once the Broncos took control of that game, they looked very sharp. Um, Reese Walsh, that was a very very strong debut for for the for his club. Um, I sort of got the sense watching him play, especially when he scored the final try. It was almost like he's always dreamed of playing for the Broncos. He grew up wanting to play for the Broncos. His first contract was with the Broncos, but then he had to leave and go to the Warriors. I almost felt like this was like him saying, I am finally where I belong, and I and you're going to see the best of me now. And he was just sensational. Um, he clicked really well with Ezra Mam, who got a couple of tries. Um, our forwards were all really strong. Uh, Reynolds kicking game. His goal kicking was a little bit off, but his general kicking was good. Um, the one sour point in the game was obviously um, Corey Oates getting the broken jaw. Uh, and look, I don't think that Scott Drinkwater is a dirty player at all, but I think he can count himself very lucky he was only sent for 10 minutes. Uh, I think direct shoulder to the head, breaking the player's jaw, he should have been sent off. And yeah, that's that's sort of my view on it. And unfortunately, Oates is going to be out for about six to eight weeks. Uh, which is a shame. But I guess Jesse Arthurs came on as the emergency replacement. He did a really good job. He, he was involved in one of the tries that, that Reese Walsh sort of set up. So, um, But, yeah, I think the Broncos, they're, they're really starting to click in defence. Um, they've gotten it right the first two games against two top four teams, and uh, their attack looked really good. Reese Walsh is just so damn quick. He's lightning quick, and that's going to add so much to their attack. Principal, any other... Yeah, Kevy's um, sent the management, you know, a seven-year contract deal that he wants to sign, and he said, "Sign me up! Look how good I'm going! I'm going to get a premiership already." He's um, yeah, it's after round two. He's like, like, two like, games, quick, sign me up! Uh, but you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, he, um, you're not wrong. But they, be they do need to put a temper on it. Like I think the media up here need to calm down a little bit. Oh, it's it's um, um it's full, it's pretty full on at the moment. But I, I love the bit with the like. Reese Walsh, the new Darren Lockyer. You know, oh, just... And you know, know what? And that's the shit I hate. Come on. I know. That's like, the shit I hate. Before. Like, fantastic debut for his club. Fantastic. It, it was a close to perfect performance. But there's going to be games where it doesn't go that smoothly. There's going to be games where the passes don't all hit him right on the chest. There's going to be games where um, we're having to defend longer periods on a line or whatever it is. So people need to temper it. He's not going to do that performance every week. What I like is the fact that he is so fast across the field. So he adds that extra dimension and gives Reynolds that extra option to, okay, I can give it to this guy out the back because he's so damn quick. He's probably going to create... It's a bit like what um, uh, Ben Barber used to do for the Bulldogs in that season when they made the grand final, he had a ripper of a year. He was so quick that by the time he got the ball, he was already on the outside shoulder of these players and created the, the overlap. So that's the sort of thing that Reese Walsh can bring, but it's not going to happen every single game. So people need to calm down a bit. You know, just bring it down a bit. Bring it down a bit. All right. Uh, moving on. Roosters Warriors. I feel like uh, Fanta would have loved to talk about how great the Roosters that's were. That's right. I, I can fill in Warriors, Fanta right? here. Um, I don't think the Roosters were very impressive at all. Um, I think they had a very small lead at halftime, despite having a mountain of possession. The Warriors were in that game right until late. I think the Roosters got a late try to, to, to jag it away and get the eight-point lead. 
I don't think the Roosters were that impressive. I think that there's they've got a lot to work on. And I know they're traditionally slow starters, but yeah, I don't see what so many so-called experts see by saying that they... A lot of people are tipping them to make the grand final this year. I don't see it. I'm sorry. And it's not me trying to shit on the Roosters because we like to take the piss out of fandom. I don't see it. I just don't. Yeah, it's... um. I mean... I'd love to take the piss out of the roost. That's pretty much just what I... I spent. We, we can make a podcast just for taking the piss love, out of You know, that's what I love to. I think we but, have. Yeah, we, we do. Pretty much this is the shit on the roosters podcast, yeah. right? Um, can that be the name of the Shit on the roosters podcast? <laughs> anyway, bonus episodes. Uh, all right. Anything else, uh, Principal? Um, no, I just think, yeah, I agree with uh, Smokes where... Um, I just can never understand why the roosters... They're, they're definitely a level down from Penrith and a de- level down from Souths. I think they're the two front runners by a long way. Um, but every every year they seem to be tipped to make the grand final. In the last few years, they've sort of been a bit off that pace where they were making grand finals consistently. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I think this year they're – I mean, they might, maybe they're slow starters, but they, I, I feel like their team has changed over the years. I, th- I feel like they're just not that same I think they're sort of team with it. I think they're yeah, definitely, definitely in the finals. top eight. They're top eight, but they're not. I just don't think. Anyway. Yeah, I just don't see them. Win. And look, can you promise a great coach? And maybe he's going to pull something out of the hat, and they're going to have a great season. I just don't. I don't see what some of these so-called experts seeing them thinking. Oh, they they've got the they've got the best roster in the comp, and they'll win it. Well, do they really? I think it's a bit of an unbalanced roster. They've got three fullbacks in the team. Um, who keep signing one year extensions, hoping that Teddy will retire so that they can take his spot. <laughs> yeah. Like I. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dolphins in their second game. Second win. Fins up. Against the Raiders. Fins, Fins up. up. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> so I just, I just want to burn all those anyway. fins. I just want to get those little <laughs> fins and just put them in a bonfire, burn the things. I'm sick of those fins. Um, the fins versus the faders. Oh, this is, this is bad. No, you know what? It, it was such a similar game for me as a, the week before against the Roosters. The Roosters started off strong, Raiders started off strong-ish, and um, they had the lead. It was terrible conditions, but the Dolphins, I think both weeks, have just been so consistent, and they had their game plan, and they stuck to it the whole time, right? They just And they found that way to win in the, the, you know, that last 10 minutes. They came up with a try um, to win, and you know send, there was symbians all over the place, which are... I oh, we don't both need to get into in the second half were harsh. Yeah, they off. Oh, I mean, the I don't even know what um well I can't remember the halfback scene for the Dolphins. What did they Sullivan do? Like he literally Sullivan, like got knocked yeah. over by the guy chasing the ball. Um, uh, yeah, the, even Raiders, the Raiders one. Harawira Nara. Har- Har- yeah. Did his best soccer impression there. It was oh, like it was. It touch, was. But it, flung in the even air. the Raiders but, one, and I think Bennett even said in the press conference, he, he yeah. said, even the Raiders one, he said, yeah, it's a penalty, but he's trying to get back to marker, and the guy runs straight at him near the try line. What's he supposed to do? He can't disappear. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a penalty you, for offside, but it's not a Simbin. Have you ever seen Simbin for not square at marker? No. Like, it wasn't even a professional foul. It wasn't just going, no, okay. It was an offside was, penalty. It was for being not square at marker. That's what it is. It, in it's just yeah, that was crazy. But you know, it was a bit of a square up. I think that Sullivan won. But um, I think it was. Yeah, you know the the Dolphins, the Raiders, the forwards played fantastic for the Raiders. They're actually really good in the conditions. Mm. The backs yeah. are a bit average. Some of them are better. But I think Raiders are really missing Savage at the back. 
Um, yeah, and, I would and agree Papali with that. as well. I think oh, he yeah. has that really extra, big punch in that. And I, I, but it's also, I think he the way he offloads, the way he just gives him at that extra space. He's a big body, obviously, but he mm. they use him close to line. He scores a lot of tries as well. He's so also I think very upset there. Yeah, I think it's upset their their attack. Their attack was shocking. Whiten and Fogarty, they could not get a set, um, finish a set properly. Like they were struggling with yeah. anything. They couldn't. Whiten couldn't kick. I mean, that's that's pretty. Re- he's not a kicker. He's more of a runner anyway. Mm. Um, mm. Fogarty had a really off game as well, and um, you know, it's not doom and gloom. I mean, it is like I've watched the first two games. My team lost both of them, but I think Raiders get the attack that uh, Whiten and Fogarty clicking. I think. It's a completely different team, but at the moment they just they just offer nothing in attack, and it showed in this game. So yeah, disappointing, I but I think I think they'll be I think they'll bounce back this week at home <clears> against the Sharks. But it was it was just good to see. I mean, it wasn't good that the Raiders won, but it was uh, lost. But good to see Dolphins backed up from that first week. They did the same thing. I think they just yeah. Were so consistent. I mean, they, they had to do they it won. a bit different this week too, I guess, because they were down by twelve. And they yeah, had to yeah. sort of fight back in, in really wet conditions. And I think you're right about the Raiders' attack because it was 12-6 and they had a lot of chances in that first 20, 25 minutes of the second half to get that 12-point lead back. And they just could not nail it. And then finally the, finally the Dolphins, because it seemed like they were trapped in half forever, they finally got a penalty and got the other, up the other end. They got a fortuitous try. I mean... Yeah. There were suggestions that it was maybe it was a little bit of a push to get that try for for Gilbert. Um, I think you'd be filthy either way. You'd be filthy if it was taken off you. You'd be filthy if it was awarded against you sort of thing. It was a very 50-50 sort of thing. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, the Dolphins, I mean, they it's very Wayne Bennett sort of style footy. They're, they're, they're just making sure they do all the very simple things right, and that's what keeps them in games. Um, I guess if you keep every game as close as you can, then you, you put yourself in a chance to win every week, and that's what they've done. So, yeah, I think so. Um, the and big test for them is this week, because this is the first time they're travelling away from Queensland and the first time they're actually expected to win. Yeah, who are they playing this week? Uh, they're playing the Knights in New Knights. They'll win. They'll beat the Knights. Ooh, on, it sets up such a good uh, game round four, doesn't it? Yes, I'll, I'll that's, have more that's to say be, about that soon. Um, all right, all right. Moving on, uh, you know what I would imagine is the shock of the round. Uh, Storm lost to the Bulldogs. Wow, that was. Ooh. I mean, it was sixteen nil at half, and it was actually right on half time. It was a try was awarded. It would have made it twenty nil, but then it got um, overturned. Well, it wasn't um, Bellamy cranky that night too? He was. I love, I, you know, abs- he 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 looks like an absolute twat when he carries on in the box, doesn't yeah. he? Which is so, funny uh, for us to watch, but God, he carries on. That that halftime serve he gave them as well, like he absolutely smashed them at halftime. After that, as well, it was shown, and yeah, I mean they they deserved it really. That was pretty poor. I mean they they well, missed twenty six nil. It was twenty six nil, and then they got a couple of tries in the yeah. last fifteen minutes. And I, I'd, I'd say it's a bit more like last week they won in Golden Point against Parramatta. I don't think it was a great game. I think a lot of people thought, oh, because it was close and went to Golden Point and they both made the finals this year, last year, it must have been a great game. I don't think it actually was that good a game. I think Melbourne, they've got some problems. I mean, they've they got some... And now Asafa Solomon is out for like eight weeks. Munster's still out. Pappenhausen's still out. They've got all those forwards who went to the Dolphins. Yeah, um, I think their problem is that, that next man up mentality they've always said. When the next man is up from bloody club football playing for the over-35s bloody team yeah. that they have to call in now because they've run out of players. 
I yeah. think that's not really going to work anymore. They're, they're just, oh, that's it. They're, so, and, and, they're so far down on troops that, you know... It's, well, the other thing too is, like, in the past, every every time Melbourne come to a season where people are saying, oh, this is going to finally be the year where they start to slide and miss the four or miss the eight or whatever. But it's, it's when they've lost, like, one player, like when Greg Inglis left or when Cooper Cronk left or when Slater retired and whatever. But this is the first time I can remember where they lost about... They lost nearly their starting pack. They lost about four key forwards from their forward pack. That's a lot. Yeah, not looking that's a lot storm, to yeah. cop. And they've always been a big, powerful forward pack. They're not anymore. Yeah. All right. And then moving on to the Sunday games, uh, West Tigers narrowly lost against the Knights. Bit of a snooze fest. Oh, it was so over, that's weird. Fine. The, the Tigers are just terrible. <laughs> Tigers. Speaking about poor attack, I mean, they made the Raiders attack look good. The Tigers just went left to right, left to right, and then forgot to actually go forward. Um, You you can just tell When the Knights lose Kalen Ponga and their fullbacks, the two players from their spine to HIAs in the first 15 minutes. Well, Ponga was in the first 60 seconds, and the other boat went about 10 minutes later. And then Tyson Frizzell got injured, I think, at the end of the first half, and then... Saifidi got sent off with 15 minutes to go. Um, sh- what, why couldn't they have had the foresight to go, you know what, because they've got like almost no one on the bench, if we just keep running up the middle, they're going to get tired. Mm, yeah. Because was, these um, forwards have to play bigger minutes. And then when their front rower gets sent off, that should have been an absolute sign of just keep hitting them in the middle. All right. And then the last game for round two. Uh, Dragons won against the Titans. Didn't watch it. Don't uh, care. I didn't, I didn't see it. Even. I heard that apparently, like, I know the Titans shot out to a lead and then Ben Hunt basically dragged the Dragons back into it. And the fullback went well as well, apparently. So, good on the Dragons. I'm, I'm, I don't want to see them come last. I know I tipped them to come last. So I don't yeah, want I them to. I, 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 I like their coach and I like some of their players. I love Ben Hunt. He's one of my favourite players in the whole comp. So, I, Who do I you really want, want them to prove me wrong. Who do you want to come last? Oh, Bruce. Who, who, what? Roosters, yeah. I was going to say Roosters for <laughs> me as Honestly. well. We all want Honestly, the it's, 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 it's shit on the Roosters podcast, remember? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, after round two, uh, well, how would we get? Smokes and I got five out of eight. Principal got two out of eight. Oh, and Phantom got four out of Principal, eight. Principal, what happened? Uh, so, this is yeah, the, you the wise, worst uh, start I've ever had to a tipping comp. All my other ones as well. I think um, this is actually... One of the better wow. ones. Five and this is you're, you're already seven off the lead after two rounds. <laughs> can, can we have a prize for last? You know, trying to go the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Smokes and myself are on 12 out of 16. Uh, Principal's on five out of 16. And Phantom's on eight. So not too bad. Holy dooly. Uh, you know. Uh, all right, power rankings. Um, thank you, Smokes, for finding this mm. one. Because I looked yesterday, couldn't find it. So it's obviously been published today. Yep. Uh, the Raiders are at position 16. Harsh. They are down 5. <laughs> Very That's harsh. a little Come bit on. harsh. I mean, they've been who, close who in both this? their games. Who did this? The Phantom? Uh, it's no, Fox he would have made you No, you can't put Tigers. Even the Phantom wouldn't put Raiders below Tigers at the moment. The, well, I'm that's shocking. on that... Friday when we record our bonus episode, Phantom's Fables. Oh, jeez. Um, Phantom's we'll Fables. agrees with these. these jeez. Can't wait. All right, uh, Roost is at position nine. Uh, they're up four places from last week. So That's they, probably uh, fair, uh, I added, fair enough, enough, I suppose. Yeah. I added the Dolphins because after a while... Everyone's second favourite like, team. Interested. 
I'm interested. I was just yeah, thinking, I was like, second. where are they? they where they? where are they? Oh, mate. Penrith? Are they going to beat Penrith? Yeah, Penrith lost. I mean, Wayne Bennett's pretty good. Bennett undefeated. Yeah, well. Yep. Oh, who's number so. one, though, boys? Cool. And then Broncos. Number still one. number one. I can't believe it. Number one, baby, two weeks in a row. Uh, well, look, and we should be. We've beaten two top four teams. And in both those games, we had to come from a deficit to come back and win. So we absolutely deserve it. If only there was a trophy for round two. I know, right? Hold March that trophy. You'd finally get March some success. Oh, well, uh, he'd just say, I'd just give him the trophy now, wouldn't you? Yes, give us the trophy that, so. now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Finish the season up. Uh, on to some news headlines. Uh, anything but soft. Who's this guy? Abdo hits back at criticism of NRL's landmark concussion move. So Andrew Abdo is the CEO of the NRL. Um, look, um, basically, it's um, there was an announcement today that there's some amendments to the concussion rule. Now, it used to be that if you got assessed as a Category 1 concussion, then it was a mandatory five days sit-down. You couldn't play for another five days. Um it's now been extended to 11 days. So essentially it means if you, get, if you get assessed as a Category 1 during a game, then you're guaranteed to miss at least your next match. Um, it's pretty significant. And where it's going to really tell is if um, it happens in a preliminary final. Because the, the, the biggest turnaround for a preliminary final, I think, is nine days. So if a team plays on the Friday, the grand final will be Sunday week. So if someone gets ruled out with Category 1, they miss the grand final. Uh, same with Origin. If it happens um, uh, just before Origin teams are picked, that's 10 days. So that's going to rule people out of Origin too. So that's when it's going to really... That's when it's really going to have its impact. Um, I did read a lot of articles actually around... On the Sydney Morning Herald around this and like people in the, like, you know, in five years' time, we're going to look back at this time and say, you know, we should have done more or we should have done, you know, we did the right yeah. thing now. So, like, only time will tell, but, you know, we do want these players to be healthy and play for a long time. So, 100%. You know, maybe... Yeah. Maybe, like, this buy, this, like, extra week, sorry, this extra team that's been introduced this year gives, you know, like, the Sea Eagles last week, they had it off. So, yeah. that yeah. will help. I know it's not obviously every team, but, you know, gets, gets some time to... To, to sort of play more games over a longer period of time will be a good thing. Yeah, so, and, and you've got to remember, like, Category 1 is when they fall to the ground motionless. So, you know, they're that, that's, completely that's when they're knocked out. This, is, this yeah. is not like the HIA yeah, right. stuff. Well, that's fine. Like, this, this is the most severe... Last year, Victor Radley hit the ground, convulsed on the, on yeah, yeah. the ground. Yeah, that's the, the sort of stuff they're that's talking the stuff about. They're so, talk so they're talking about the severe, and it makes sense. You know, they've got long careers, but they're not going to be, yeah. you know... 11 days in the scheme of things, you know, fans don't love not seeing their best player out in the field. If it's, you know, Knights fans are just spewing, but you still want them to be able to play next year. Look, look at Luke Keary, right? He's taken year, like a year off, huge amounts of games off yep. with this concussion. Yep. Well, players and, and retired because of it. Yeah, he plays are retired. And he, Luke Keary's coming Boy, out. And he's, friend. Yeah, and Luke Keary's experienced this and said, this is what has to happen. You know, he's saying, he's been really vocal and said, you know, it's not good being concussed. You just, you know, these after effects and not feeling right. So, of course, I think it's fantastic. You know, at least the game's trying to be get ahead of it a little bit. They're probably still yeah. a little bit behind, but they're trying to, to do their best. And, you know, I'm sure there'll be more things that'll come out in the next couple of years. There'll be 
there'll be more stuff on concussions that they'll they'll change. But like, why aren't more of these guys wearing these little helmets like this guy, Danny? Doesn't it stop concussions? Uh, it's, look, it, oh, it doesn't have a huge help? effect on on it. That's the problem. And, and it was probably yeah, different okay. twenty years ago because the game was not as uh, fast, not as fast. There's a lot more. And, big. Well, the thing is, back back then, I mean. You'd be a prop forward. You'd probably weigh 90 kilos. Now, the, now wingers yeah. weigh about 110, 115 kilos. So it's, mm. it's such a different game. It's so much more uh, intense, um, power-based game. Um, and the, I guess and the forwards play like, more minutes. They're not getting fatigued as much either. So they, yeah. they, they have that power for longer. Yeah. And look, the other thing too is they, they mentioned with the Category 2 concussions as well that there's a, a bit of changes there in that... Um, so I think there, there used to be some more heftier um, regulations around that. But essentially, if you pass your HIA with that, you can go back onto the field. I don't know if that used to be the case for Category 2s. So what could eventually happen is that it gets to a point where they say, well, it might be like the NFL where the grand final, or for them the Super Bowl, happens two weeks after teams qualify for it. That way, if there is any concussions to come out of the preliminary finals, those players would then be available for the grand final. I just wonder if in a few years' time that's something that ends up happening. Because um, you, can you imagine, again, I'm going to throw my team there, imagine if in, in, in a preliminary final we get Adam Reynolds, Reese Walsh and Payne Huss go off with Category 1s, but we somehow still win the game and get through to the grand final. They're all unavailable for the grand final then. Um, which you've got a cop, but is does that then then lead to to suggest that there's an argument to say, well, the grand final should be two weeks after the preliminary final, so that's not a problem. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we'll see what you happens. can see them probably doing that, and then, you know what, little niggling injuries as well. I think it'll fix a whole bunch of things that week off. I think you could easily do that. You're not you're not going to lose too much momentum through the finals. So, but you know, obviously they can't do it this year. Maybe that's no, I and mean, that's it. I mean, it's something that for next year. And look, look, I can tell you now, if some major superstar player gets ruled out of the grand final this year because of it, it will be discussed. It will be discussed. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, it serves nothing. NRL boss slams unnecessary player boycott over paywall. The players have been knobs and they need to get over it and move on. Agreed. Um, basically, yeah. They, they, they announced the, what was it, the multicultural round or whatever it was. Um, yeah. and invited a bunch of players to to be there at the the announcement of this and, and this big gala event they're having. And the RLPA told the players no because we still haven't signed off on the um on the uh the players' agreement. So no, when we're boycotting all NRL events, it's like well, there's a bunch of ki- a bunch of school students and stuff went to this hoping to to meet their favourite players, and they just. It's just, I think it's just weak. I mean, from the sounds of it, most of, like ninety nine percent of this this agreement has been has been signed off on. It's just a couple of little, niggly little points that are going to be sorted out. It's like they could have just gone to that. That was crap. I thought. And then the last story we've got here: best is yet to come for the for this team. Eels extends Arthur to be club's longest serving coach. What do you think about this one, Prince Red Arthur? There's not many other better coaches that would coach them. So, I mean, there's, there's sort of. When you look through their valuable coaches, who else would they change him for? Like, I think, you yeah. know what, he's just good. It's like people saying Ricky Stewart should go. Who are the Raiders going to get that's actually going to make any difference to their team? You know what I mean? Like, 
the coaches, all the good coaches are coaching at the moment. No, you know, if they're going to move, probably not. I don't know who else they get. If the only one I would think, I don't know how he hasn't got a, a gig is the, um, Shane Flanagan. Yeah, I think Shane he's Flanagan's the, out there, but, isn't he? Yeah. But, you know, you put him and Brad Arthur, they're going to be similar. I think, you know, good on it. You know, deserves the extension. I think there's, you know, you got, you look at some of the coaches, they've got, um, Wayne Bennett's going to be finishing up and they've got Christian Wolf. He's, um, yeah, from overseas. He's and, yeah, after him, yeah. Yeah, he's, or what, two years, whatever it is. And even Kevin Walters, you know, he's not top line, co- top shelf coaches, mm. coaching, uh, coach. So, yeah, I think, you know, is what it is. I think there's limited options. Yeah, I mean, look, I and think he's done. It. He's done pretty well. I mean, like they were pretty terrible when he took them over, and the last four or five years they've consistently been, you know, pretty high up the ladder. Um, like they've generally finished top four, top five most years. So it's probably fair enough. I, I think you're right. I don't know if it's look. I don't know if he. I don't think he's going to win them a premiership on the basis. Of, I don't think they're a good enough team. But I don't think that's I, necessarily his fault. No, nah, I, just I don't think, think last, they've got the squad. Last year was probably their best squad. And they got it was close. their best chance, and, and their squad and this year is weaker, so. Much weaker. So, yeah, I think, you know, so, uh, it, it did pretty well to get into the grand final last year. The I problem is so. it's bad, bad timing. They probably would have beat other teams other years, but you've got Penrith flying, mm. unbeatable last two years prior to this season, so, you know. Yeah, they were pretty good. They were pretty yeah. good. Yeah. All right, and then onto some beer bets. Last week, everybody lost. Yeah, we just all traded. So. <laughs> everyone shared your beers, and beers around. So that's okay. Pretty much. Uh, so this week, do we have a beer bet, uh, Principal? I thought we. Well, I'm going to throw it to smoke so I prepare. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say. I'm, I'm going to be bet. It's going to be a great bloody weekend this weekend. That's for sure. It we'll is. all be up in Queensland. It's going to be. That it's is going to be an awesome weekend. All right. Hang on. I, I, I want to try and make this themed with this weekend now. Let me just think how I can do this. Well, let's see. I'm looking at the it's Roosters and Rabbitohs game on Friday night, and that's looking very appealing for a bet. But I've got to somehow because I'll be watching that with Phantom. I'm going to tip Rabbitohs 13 plus. Rabbitohs okay. 13 plus, and uh, I've got to try. Like, I've got to get Phantom to say something. Like and, and I. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he won't. I was going to say I could get him to say, like, I love South, but he won't do it. I'm just going to say Rabbitohs 13 plus in the grudge match. And we know yep. Phantom will take that bet. We'll all take that one, I think. Yeah. All right. I'll put full bees on that one too. Yeah, uh, Phantom. Oh, sorry, Phantom's not here. Principal? Okay. I'm going to put on that both teams that are zero from two, I think there's only two of them, Eels and Raiders uh, will win. Three of them. Three of them. Oh, who's the that? Tigers are zero from two as well. Oh. oh. I'm going to chuck it. I'm going to put Tigers, Tigers in there. Tigers, Bulldogs. Yeah, they can win. Yeah. All three of the teams that have not got so a win yet. Tigers, Raiders, yeah. and Eels and all to win. Absolutely all over that action. We're going to chuck that in. We're going to get four yeah. because that's yeah. what well, I want uh, to do. Phantom, I'm going to bet for Phantom too. He's on that. And, He'll you know, I'll that, ask though. Phantom what his beer bet is on Friday when he's here. Yeah, we'll sort yeah. that out. But except <laughs> as long as it's not the Sea Eagles and the Eels game, because that's going to no, be... No, I'll make sure he can't, obviously can't do it on that, so yes. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, All right, well, on to round three for tips. We've got Sea Eagles and the Eels. Principal, who are you tipping? Uh, I'm going to get Eels for this one. They've got to be fired up. They've lost oh, wait, hang on. two in a row. 
They've got to be. They've got a lot to I play for. Get my favourites. I didn't get my favourites. I don't know who's winning. Was that your favourite? I am going for Manly. They're at home. They're well rested after a bye. Um, and I think Parramatta this still got some injury worries, so I'm going the Sea Eagles, the Eagle Rock. All right, Sea Eagles yeah. for Smokes and Eagles. myself. And Eels for Principal. Okay, Knights and Dolphins. I reckon Dolphins for sure. Dolphins right? all around, I think. I'll tip the Dolphins, but it's a bit of a danger game. It's, as I said, it's the first time they're expected to win and the first time they're away from home. So, All right. Uh, Roosters, Rabbitohs. I'm guessing uh, everyone's going to pick the Rabbitohs here. Except for Rabbitohs. Oh, sorry, except for um, yep. Phantom. I think they've been far more All impressive right. than the Roosters so far this year. Yeah. Titan Storm. Oh, you know what? That's actually tougher than it than it sounds. It's that's at, that's at the Gold Coast, is it? Uh, yeah, Gold Coast. Uh, yeah, CBS Super yeah. Stadium. You know what? No, I'll go with Melbourne. I'll give them one more chance. I'd love to see Melbourne. Yeah, Storm. Storm, but I'm not convinced. All right, and then Cowboys, New Zealand Warriors. Yeah, Cowboys will bounce back. They, they weren't terrible against the Broncos. They were just beaten by a far superior team. <laughs> Are they in? Oh, it's in, in, it's in Townsville, yep. yeah. Yeah, Cowboys to me as well. All right, Cowboys. Uh, see that one together, boys. Broncos, Dragons. Jeez, I think this is going to be another Broncos, Dragons. Look, um, is that Suncorp? Uh, Broncos, I'm tipping them. But danger game because of all the... Talk all the talk this week has been about oh the Broncos are playing the Dolphins in round four. Well, still round three. They're still going to get through round three first. So I really hope the team is focused on this and not looking at the Dolphins next week. Yeah, yeah. Play the game that you're exactly focus on what's ahead. Uh, Bulldogs West Tigers. Phantom Heat. God, who cares? Bulldogs. Bulldogs, I guess. Sorry, I think I said. Oh, did you say? Yeah. Who are you tipping? It's okay. not very. It's not very inspiring this game, but we're going to go um, Bulldogs. Goes yeah. against my. Right. Um, and then bit, Raiders but... Sharks Smokes. Who are you tipping? For uh, is Nico Hines back? No, he's not. Um, it's in it's in Canberra this one. It's in I'm not Canberra. Thinking. I'm going to go with the Sharks though. They've been a little bit more impressive, I think. All right, in principle, Raiders, yeah? Ooh, I think Raiders are like eight in a row against Sharks or something. They've got like a great record recently. I think they haven't lost since 2018. They did the beat them both times something. last yeah. year, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they've had a great record. So I reckon this is going to be a, you know what? It's gonna be a cracker this game. But um, It's still Raiders. quite warm in Canberra. Like it's, It hasn't quite hit, you know, the cold autumn. Uh, so I think there's going to be a huge crowd at GIO Stadium. And, if uh, only it wasn't yeah, a 6.05 <laughs> game on a Sunday. Come on. I mean, it yeah, works well yeah. because I'm going to fly back from... I was going to say, you can watch it nice and hung over it'll, that night. It'll be good. Oh, I'll be curled up in my bed and <laughs> I'm feeling sorry for myself trying to watch this game, I think. You know what I've been doing? and I did this, I'll do it again this weekend and I did it when I came back from uh, Sydney two weeks ago. I walk for about a kilometre from where the bus drops you off to where I park my car at my work. It's an hour over water, over sun, like just full sun hitting you. So, it does make you sober, like you're already sober by this time, but you just, you get through that punishment and you feel 
better because you've done some exercise. <laughs> oh, it's for the because day. you're sweat. It's because anyway, you're sweating out all the poison. You're sweating it all out, right? And you're like, I've, I've I've walked for an hour, so <laughs> you know any damage I've done previous night with drinking and eating too much, all all negated. In case any of our listeners hadn't realised, these boys are flying up to Brisbane this weekend for a weekend of debauchery and football and beer and whatever else we can get into football the short and window beer. here. Beer. More beer and then maybe more beer. Yeah, more beer. Then maybe, ma- then maybe a steak or a pizza. Then some more beer. Mm. And footy. Because yeah. there's a nice, big, anyway. beautiful screen at Eaton's Hill Tavern that we'll be watching the Broncos punish the Dragons. Can't wait. Anyway, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Pub Talk Rugby League. Make sure you check out our Facebook group. Uh, and thanks uh, for tuning in to today's episode of NRL. Uh, what am I saying? <laughs> thanks for joining into Pubcast Rugby League. Remember to subscribe and leave a review. We're very professional. I, I feel like so you we were about continue. to say NRL 360. Though. I think you're trying to upgrade your game. I know. I you're know, trying to. I, I really got to edit jump into Brayton Astor's and um, upgrade from our, our, our little lowly. Uh, podcast. Anyway, the, you you, you take Bo's Rothfield's seat. He can't pronounce any players' names either. So. I don't know oh, James Hooper, get rid of him too. Say, farewell. Oh, and let's all get a gig there. Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, boys. Go, Go the Broncos. Woo!